right? This one. Was it Nick Curtis? Arthur Curtis. Arthur Curtis. But in the, in the, in the show, he goes, I'm Arthur Curtis. Yeah. That's the name of the character, right? Yeah. He keeps telling his wife, I'm Arthur Curtis. I'm who you are, bitch. You sound like Freddy Krueger. Who are you, bitch? Fucking die in my dreams, you bitch. You're traveling to another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. There's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, Dark Territory. Ordering in Wonderland's The Twilight Zone Review. Looking at a tableau of reality. Things of substance, of physical material, a desk, a window, a light. These things exist and have dimension. Or do they? Now, this is Arthur Curtis, age 36, who also is real. Arthur Curtis! He has flesh and blood, muscle and mind. But in just a moment, we will see how thin a line separates that which we assume to be real with that manufactured inside of a mind. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW The Twilight Zone Review. I'm I'm Phoenix West, age 39. I'm real. I'm Dick Dickett. I'm 41 years old. And I exist in a world of substance. <laughs> oh, Here's a light. Dick. This is episode 439, TZ59, oh. 123, World of Difference, Redux. I almost, th- I almost thought you were going to start singing, This is the story of a girl <laughs> who cried her and drowned the whole world. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Oh my god, man! She. Right, anyway, I um, think this episode, this episode's fucking dark. This is a dark episode. It is, and it isn't. This is a, this is the darkest one of the trilogy. Of the trilogy, I think. Oh, definitely of, of the three. Darker. Yeah, the first one is yeah. the first one's actually kind of terrifying because he has like god powers and he can destroy you after he creates you. But this one is just kind of sad. <laughs> This one is sad, and, and just the his life has made him want to exist in a bad script. <laughs> like, it's so sad. Well, we got a theme here of terrible, so terrible think- wives. <laughs> the next episode yes. as well. Yes. And the first episode. Well, that one is debatable. Yeah, I would agree, though. There, there is, a, there is a, a thread in these episodes, yes. Yeah. Women tend to make life miserable for men, and I think that's uh, not far from the truth. Yeah, I mean, the in the '60s one, it was always the wife who was a piece of shit in ruining their lives. So, like, think of like uh, yeah. "Time Enough at Last." She was just she wouldn't even let the guy fucking read. Yeah. She ruined his book under the couch. I know. Yeah, yeah. He's like pulls up his couch I cushion. He's like, <laughs> "You bitch! <laughs> like, you ruined it." Why did you? You took the time out just yes. to basically write over every line with marker. It must have taken That's you like all day. An Uber bitch. That would have taken hours. <laughs> You fucking bitch! My couch book. Well, you're a fucking, you're a fucking cop. All because you want to read. Yeah, it's a, and then, but then the '80s show they started doing both sides. So you'd have the woman with the loser husband. There's a couple episodes like that. Right. Um, well, that's the thing. They got too woke. <laughs> I mean, it, they got too woke for their own good. <laughs> fucking women and power and shit. How could a man ruin a woman's life? <laughs> Men have dicks. Men are better. <laughs> that is the uh, truth. And they eat meat. 
They'll eat the women. Smoke cigars. They'll smoke cigars and drink brandy. Talk about politics and women. And pussy. They they clean the teacups when we're when we're done using them for jizzing on them. Do it for fun. And they must be filling the ice buckets because they're always full in these sixty shows. I don't know who the fuck's filling them. They all have a fucking sidebar. What the fuck is that? Never once been at someone's house that wasn't from that era. And, and saw a sidebar or, or a bucket of ice there. Well, I, I, like in the old houses of the old days, if I go to like an old, you'd see the bar. Yeah. It's back it in the 60s and never 70s. Stopped. Be entertained. I, because my, my house, my grandfather's house had a bar in it. And my parents lived there now, so the bar's still there. It's a nice setup, but like it's modernized now. But before, I mean, it was like, it's a bar and it's there. It was a full on bar with three chairs. Those chairs have been there for fucking. 50 years yeah. there's or 40 45 years there's that's how crazy <clears throat> those chairs are the original chairs that have been there since the beginning and there's not a scratch on them like they're really <laughs> nice bar chairs like i'm kind of shocked i just thought about that right now just came to my mind those chairs are over 40 something years old <clears throat> and there's not a scratch on them because you used to build them right in the old days god damn it yeah just like the women sneezing the women fit. were better I'm thinking of two episodes of the original show that had the coolest bars, and that was Dead yeah. Man's Shoes. Because he keeps walking into that apartment where right. he, it's not really his and grabbing drinks behind the bar. And then the other <laughs> one is gin, uh, uh, Short Drink yeah, from a Certain Fountain in Season 5. Yeah. There's, a, there's a long bar sequence there as well. Um, I wonder if there's I can... a bar. There might be a bar in every Twilight Zone episode. Do you have a thought about that? There, there definitely could be, but those are the two that stick out in my brain as the best ones. There's a reason why every person in the Twilight Zone is supposed to be 32 and they look 78. It's because they're all drinking heavily every <laughs> night and smoking. smoking. And eating fucking steak every night and no vegetables. Like maybe the occasional salad plate with some tomato on it, but then tomato gave them indigestion, so they're just like, oh. Tomatoes are bad for you. I can't, I can't. I don't have this fucking cigarette instead. It's all. It was great because they thought they were being healthy. We're like, I'll just have a salad, but you're also drinking half a bottle of bourbon. <laughs> exactly. So you're not exactly offsetting anything. In fact, it's actually worse, probably. Would you like some water with your dinner? No, <laughs> I have my scotch. Oh, water. Fine. Would you like to have some chamomile tea afterwards? Why? I have my cigarette. <laughs> yeah. I have my half a pack of camels to smoke here. It's got leaves in it. That's what tea's made of. It's fine. It's a good replacement. It's fine. It's fucking what do you want from me? It's natural. There's no filter. I don't trust those doctors with their their fucking filter nonsense. But this episode, it's about an actor who is doing it doing a show. I'm assuming it's a show or a movie, but it's a TV set. It's a TV set. Let's assume it's a TV show because it's a TV show. And he thinks he's the character in the show. Where he's at the point where, like, anytime he's acting on set, he sees the set as a full-on building, as opposed to just a chunk of a piece of a room, because there's cameras behind it, you know. So he he just for some reason they take away like the, the wall, and there's a camera crew just like Aah! he goes crazy. But in, in the episode, you find out that he's married to a shrew of a woman who yeah. wants to take him for everything he's worth. And it, like you kind of begin to see the layers un- unravel. She, she's just, just a kinda, bitch. You kind of feel sorry for the guy. Here's the bar from uh, Short Drink from Certain Fountain. Half the episode there takes place go. right here. Ah, 
It's the exact same bar from the other episode, so I'm not even going to show the other one. Right. But it's just kind of rearranged a little bit, but yeah. That with a th- and third from the sun, were they at a bar discussing the trap? The no. Spaceship? They're at a, a bar. At that one, they're at the table. Right. But Similar to It's a Good saying. Life, there's not really a bar. There's a table in the back where they has a bottle, but it's not a bar. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of another good bar sequence. There are bar bars, clearly, but you know, I'm thinking house bars, that sort of thing. Mm. Those are the two that really come to my mind. Right. Um, ooh, yeah, that's. There's a lot of Western ones that have bars. There's a lot of. Oh yeah. Like uh, the Fever, that's in Vegas. There's a bar, you know. Fever. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, you're right though. You d- you do feel bad for the guy and. <laughs> It's and that's why I love this episode so much because it's a guy. Un it, it, it reminds me of one of my favorite clips, the one I started the show for, because it's a very similar episode where the guy doesn't believe what you're telling him, and he's dead set. It's it's the you got you got to believe me Twilight Zone episode. This thing. Yeah. Because I'm gonna go out and find one of those details now. <laughs> Just the fucking greatest clip. <laughs> oh, and here we are, 439 episodes later because of that clip. Hey, get enough of it. <laughs> Can't. I can watch that 500 times. It keeps getting funnier every single time I see it. Been doing this show for nine years. That I'm still laughing at that clip. <laughs> like, not, not, not me. It is not. It has not lost a single shred of its luster. It is just, I, yeah, I still not watch it. Because like, <laughs> it's just so abrupt. It is so ridiculous. Uh, now, <laughs> he just jumps out a window. He jumps out a plate glass window <laughs> where he just opened it and like really kind of got out the easy way. But no, he jumps through it head first. No, I love his. Good for him. After he <laughs> lands. <laughs> That was a, it's like the, the stumble of, fuck, that was a bad idea. Why did I do that? Why did I do that to myself? I got blood in my mouth. Just pay attention to how, after he lands. Because I'm going to go out and find one of those details. Now. Oh, fuck. <laughs> do you think it was a stuntman, though? Um, That looked like, yeah. I mean, it could have been a stuntman, but it was this the continuous little, shot, it looks like. Or, well, he also could have been like this. Trip. Yeah, I, yeah see, I don't know. Let's watch it again. Because I'm going to go out and find one of those details now. Oh, yeah. He gets up from the wrong side. Yeah, I think it's him. No, I think it's him waiting out there next to the stuntman. You think so? And then he or they cut and then he gets up. Or you know why? You know why he could be right that way? Maybe the stuntman like hit him on the way out. (laughs) Or glass. Like he kicked him. Where they fucking stabbed him in the thigh. God damn it, Fuck! <laughs> what you? What were you thinking? I already got I a war shrapnel in there. <laughs> God damn it! I thought the Nazis in this shit was less dangerous. God damn it, Rod! You know who directed this episode, Dick? Please tell me. Ted Post. Okay, tell me more. Do I need to tell you more? I don't know. The man directed a shit ton of—I don't know a shit ton, but a bunch of. Uh, uh, Clint Eastwood movies. Okay. Magnum Force, Ring a Bell. Oh. Okay, okay. Yeah, all right. Hang 'em High. Okay. Another Clint Eastwood movie. It's pretty good. 
Um, he directed Columbo, two episodes. All right. He directed... Uh, man, the man fucking worked. Good God. Did he, did he get killed by a helicopter propeller? Beneath the Planet of the Apes. Oh, okay. He directed four episodes of Twilight Zone. Uh, okay. This, and then three f- season five ones, Probe 7, Over and Out. Wow. Uh, Mr. Garrity in the Graves. And then one of our favorites, The Fear. Remember with the giant inflatable? Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Rawhide. Holy he did 24 shit. episodes, 55 episodes of Gunsmoke. Holy shit. Which is, this is how he knows, you know, Clint Eastwood. Rawhide. 24 right. episodes of Rawhide. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he directed a ton of old Western, like just tons of them. The man is very responsible for the old westerns of of TV from the fifties. But what a, what a, have you ever sat down and actually watched an old episode of yeah. Bonanza or Gunsmoke? Because I have when my grandpa was still around. That's what he's the last three years of his life. All he did was watch old westerns. So I'd sit down and watch them with him sometimes. And it's interesting. It is. I, I kind of was like, okay, I can kind of get behind these. I kind of understand the popularity, like why everyone loved them in that era. But it's they're very. But they're very, again, they're pretty dark. They got, like, fucking people getting murdered and mowed down by other, like, bad guys and, and then stuff. And then real racist toward Indians. Well, they, they weren't Indians. They were Mexican. Yeah, like but, or Italians. Or Italians. Or, Italians. Yes. <laughs> or, 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 or whatever brown person they could find that week. Whatever shoe polish they had on set and whoever's there. Yeah. Whatever, whatever lacquer they had standing by. I remember I talked to you about, because I watched Maverick, an episode of Maverick, and I was like, where's Brett Maverick? Yeah. Where's James... What's his name? Why am I blinking on his last name? But anyway, I was, I was watching it, and I'm like... James uh, Gardner. Yeah, because I know I know the movie really well, so I expected it to be about yeah. him and Brett Maverick and all that, and then it turns out it's about like a whole family, and then James Gardner's just not in some episodes. I had no idea. Mm, I, so I watched like I two, three episodes, and he was not in any of them. I was like, so what wow. is this show that <laughs> apparently it's about like the family? Huh. So they're just all gamblers. Is that, that's the idea. I it's guess, cool. yeah. Cause it was like, it was a good show. Like I enjoyed it enough to watch three episodes. But I'm like, where's James Gardner? <laughs> like, he never showed up. That's why I looked oh. it up, and I'm like, Whoa, oh, so there's like a whole fucking Maverick family. I didn't realize. Was he not on that season? Maybe he was doing Rockford Files. I don't know. Oh, well, I looked into that. So I found the episode I was watching. Um, so it's uh, Jack Kelly, James Gardner, Roger Moore. Um, Jack Kelly's Bart Ma- Maverick. James Gardner is Brett Maverick. This is all during the same right. period. They're all on the same era. Is, is Roger Moore's Bort Beauregard Maverick. Maverick. Oh, Bort Beauregard's close to Bort. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's, Bort Bort Maverick. Um, yeah, it sa- literally says in the uh, synopsis: uh, Brett and Bart Maverick are well-dressed gamblers who <laughs> migrate from town to town, always looking for a good game. Yep. So I'm guessing okay. they're in most episodes together, but you know, if one of them wants to go off and work on something, they just don't have that brother in the episode. And apparently, I watched what an interesting the, concept. Yeah, show. especially back then. That's We're, pretty. That's pretty neat. Yeah, that's interesting. I just had no idea, so I'm like watching. I'm like, oh, this must be like after, he, uh, you know, Gardner left. But I look into it. I'm like, no, he's yeah. in the next episode. Like after I stopped watching, I just couldn't watch it. It's like weird. Huh. It's just bizarre. I don't know. I, I thought that was interesting when I was watching it. Yeah, it is interesting. It's just you don't hear well, about back that. To, yeah. Back no. to TZ. Yeah, it is a dark episode, Dick. Um, and that's kind of what I like about it. But it's also not yes. dark for the character because he gets what he wants. So 
Well, okay. So here, here's the, here's my suggestion that I was going to make to you about that. Okay. In his head, he's because he's crazy. He's lost his mind. Or did he? Or well, okay. Or did he? But I think my, hey. my twisted imagination. Hey, fuck you! You I, did the same thing to me last episode. <laughs> or was it a man? Like, <laughs> so it's a time um, I think. Oh god, like, I can't wait. That scene where he goes back. You know, he goes back to the soundstage, and we just don't see it because he, he, his mind doesn't see it. But he's he hangs himself from the rafters of the soundstage. And he's just dead, and like that's the end. It's just him going creep, 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 like uh, like supposedly the midget. Yeah, into the, 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 the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, he's hanging in the background of this episode of the show. How airs of the Twilight Zone. How would you reveal it? Because I have an idea how I would. What was it hanging? I think it should yeah. just be like they would cut to the actual show, and in the background you'd see the shadow swing. <laughs> oh. And it would be like this: the new actor playing Kurt Co- or Kurt Cutter, or what was his name? I'm, I'm Arthur Curtis. Arthur Curtis. I'm Arthur Curtis. So there's another actor playing Arthur. They Curtis. say the name ten thousand times, and we can, we cannot say it. it. I can't. I, I thought it was Nick Curtis. Yeah. I, I could have sworn it was. Nick, it's Nick Cages. No. Nick Cage. Curtis. Oh, my name is Curtis. Boy. Arthur Curtis. There you go. I I literally just went, boop. And hit play, yep. and he said yep. it as I hit play. Arthur Curtis, I'm Arthur Curtis. I keep telling you people this. I'm Arthur Curtis. <laughs> I don't want to divorce you. I don't even know who you are. Oh, you're not getting out of this, you fucking bastard. The way I would do the reveal is, you got to wait until the magic is done and presented and revealed to the audience where he he's gone. I can't believe we didn't see him. Well, he'll, he'll be back later. Let's work on the script, and you have like this the director and the script writer, and they're like hunched over the table. And they're like, oh, blah, blah. and then you, you get Arthur Curtis's like one last like looking around the room, and he's there. And then it cuts back right. to them, and you see him hanging in the distance behind them, <laughs> right. just right, barely you're, visible. You're yeah, it's, 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 it's like what you said. They go, where, where is he? Where did he go? I don't know. It's just bizarre. You just hear, a bang! You know, he's oh, with a that's yeah, how. Uh, on this trailer. <laughs> oh my god there's blood everywhere yeah that, that's like a it reminds me of like those uh, evan goldberg movies sort of thing like that kind of timing with the, right yeah right yeah like this is the end that, of, that would be a I, I, I fucked him last night i love him yeah. <laughs> I, I, but fucked him I love that he keeps uh, showing up for James role Ryan. that role because he's also in bullet train like uh, is, uh, is this a sex thing yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. Keep, keep saying it's, it. It's his joke. <laughs> he is running gag is he's gay and he wants to screw Danny McBride and Brad Pitt. There's also a running joke putting Ryan Reynolds in for one scene and stuff. Yes, because Seth MacFarlane puts yeah, him in exactly. for one scene with no dialogue, and then now yeah. him and Brad Pitt are just switching back and forth. <laughs> because in Bullet oh, Train, well, that's right. Brad Pitt would do that in Deadpool. Yeah, that's Brad right. uh, Brad Pitt did it Deadpool too. He dies yeah. for, in one second where he's yeah. he's the invisible guy. And then Ryan Reynolds did it in the it's Bullet funny. Train, where he's the he's the guy that Brad Bullet Pitt's train, filling in yeah. for. I was like, oh, they did it, they swapped. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty funny. I don't, Bullet I love that train, sort of stuff. Very, uh, uh, a very good movie. Enjoyable fun, fun movie. as fuck. I'm glad I watched it. Yeah, I was it's so a reluctant, really fun movie and, I, and I didn't want to see it. I was reluctant. I didn't watch it until it was on Netflix for free. Yep. I watched it. And I was like, oh, actually, it's actually a really fun movie. I wish I would have paid to see it. Yes, I, felt like I had the exact I, same it thought. Deserved my money. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be one of those stupid. 
not as funny as the trailer shows, but I'm like, God damn, Brad Pitt is so good at comedy. Brad it is funny. crazy. It's it's not yeah. fair that he's that he's attractive. Good. And he's I think he's a great dramatic actor. And he's and he's that funny. It's not yeah. fair. It's just He's a leading character actor. He could be a leading man, he'd be a character uh, actor. Yeah. That's the thing about Brad Pitt. And I think that's what he wants to be. I don't think he likes being the star. He wants to be the Christopher Walken character. He wants to be the Steve Buscemi character. Because you look at a true romance and yeah. even like the, those kinds Burn of Burn After Reading. Burn After Reading, he, should, he gets killed. God, he's he so funny in that died, fucking movie. But he's funny as hell. He's so <laughs> funny in that movie. Osborne Cox. <laughs> yes. Okay, Osborne Cox. Him, him and George Clooney are very good at both, and I yeah. kind of prefer them in comedies because they're so goofy. Yeah. They just well, know, they Jeff- know what to do in that moment. I would say Jeffrey Rush, same category. Because Jeffrey Rush yeah. is funny. You put Jeffrey him in Rush. Comedy, he, he needs to be in a, to he's better in the longer scenes, but those two guys, like, yeah. I think if you put him in one scene, they're going to kill. Right, yeah. Jeffrey Rush needs to build, if you ask me. Well, I, but I still appreciate Jeffrey oh, Rush. Oh, goddamn right. He was, I, I think he's, he's one of the best part of Mystery does. Men. Yeah, what's what I mean. Yeah, he just, he, he just has fun with it, and he's funny, and he's got the right sensibility for any role that he plays. He's really just perfect, in tune to whatever he is he's doing as an actor and he's not pretentious like he's not an asshole no he's no. actually kind of a fun guy who's just like i'll do things for myself i like doing them you know and whatever. he's and he's an amazing dramatic actor because even yeah. like not a great movie but i still remember it so well as the life and death of peter sellers right he, he's yeah, so exactly. good in that yeah. movie right. like i i forget movie, yeah. it's not peter sellers when i watch that movie right. like yeah. oh yeah this is jeffrey rush like god damn i forgot <laughs> yeah it's crazy yeah but Stanley Tucci and Stanley Kubrick, I didn't see that. No. I didn't make that connection. No, uh, the 0% like look alike? I like Stanley Tucci. <laughs> so, the yeah, is great. I, I like Stanley but... Tucci, but he does not look like Stanley Kubrick. I'm sorry. No. He's about not... half, a third of the weight and half the yes. size, I would say, of Kubrick. <laughs> I would say so, yeah. He has a tenth of the eyebrows. That's a problem right there. Oh. Speaking of that, I, I forgot. Uh, did you know that Harvey Keitel was supposed to be an eyes wide shot and he got fired and he quit? He what role is he supposed to be? Got fired and he, or he quit. I think he's supposed to be Sidney Pollock's part, and he couldn't deal with with the with the uh, pretentious Stanley Kubrick. He was just like, I can't do these fifteen hour takes. This is stupid. And I haven't. I think he either quit or was fired. Which is crazy because he's a method actor. I think he got fired. He still got paid. That's a long time to be. Well, I think there's. That's a long time to be method actor. Well, though. that's the thing. It's like method only goes so far. Even like yeah, he, like Robert Downey Jr. and Jake Gyllenhaal working with Zodiac and Zodiac, they were like saying, "Look, how many times do you want me to do this shit? I can't do this anymore." Yeah, I mean, it's a price you pay, but also look at the movies those two guys make. How do you <laughs> like? You can't really tell them this isn't worth it right, when, yeah. when they're they're definitely perfectionists. Well, no, not, Fincher, yeah, yeah. Neither one of them hide well, it for, for sure. Yeah, Fincher, yeah, yeah. yeah but as sure. bad as Fincher is with that, well, Kubrick was way worse. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Because he was screaming at you too. Later, he didn't do that in his. He didn't really do that to the later, like his earlier movies. He didn't do that shit. I don't think he took twenty five takes to do like or uh, Lolita. No, it was. I think it was two thousand one like, that got him doing that. Two thousand one, probably that would make sense. Because special effects, it's so but meticulous. Yeah, because it's like I must have that turn be exactly one quarter to the left of the axis of the X and the Y, or else yeah. they won't be happy with it. 
put the dog, the cat food in the basket next to the laundry <laughs> mat when he made those lists of people. To his assistants, when he would have to take care of the cats and separate them and get angry at each other. It's like, okay, you're out of your fucking mind, dude. I don't, I don't want to be friends with you. You're fucking nuts. I'm sorry. Yeah, it seems intolerable to actually be around, but goddamn, good movies. Because even the like, Michael McDowell was saying, like, I thought we'd be friends. No, and then I never heard from him again. He never yeah. talked to me again. <laughs> so I'm friends with Rob Zombie. Our best buddy, Robert, Robert, and Robert. I. Robert and I went to the milk bar. <laughs> Get a little chuggy chuggy on the milk bar, if you know what I mean. Mm, Mr. Zombie and I. <laughs> Zombie. Did you ever see that video? I can't. I'm talking more like Robbie McDowell. <laughs> yeah. Hello, it's I'm hard. Bright Eyes. I was turning into, uh, I started to do, uh, what's his name? Um, from the Limey. <laughs> I was turning into Terrence Stamp. Terrence Terrence Stamp. Stamp. <laughs> You're turn on fucking coming. Yeah, I was gonna start doing that. <laughs> the milk bar. Uh, when he's in the Tell driveway yelling in the limey, it's the fucking best. I need to rewatch it. It's been a while, but I remember laughing Limey's so good. hard in that scene. I, I don't remember what the I scene's about Limey. now, but I remember I love that scene. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it's great. Okay. Like it's in my head. With with we zero details. <laughs> like that scene was put with uh, 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 Paul Paul Duke and he's, ta- he's talking to him in his Cockney and Paul Duke just looks at him and goes, "I have no idea what you just said." <laughs> just, and he, t- like, he talks for three minutes explaining the whole situation. He's like, "I don't understand a word you just said." <laughs> All right, then tell me what's up with this geezer. Yeah. Underrated movie. I feel like nobody's watched that movie. Oh, Limey's great. Yeah, yeah. I love Limey. In the middle of, yes, it's one of those underrated. I think films. that's like Soderbergh's best period of movies, right there. Oh yeah, he had a yeah. bunch of great movies. Now he's just doing whatever. Out of, out of sight, yeah, he did Out of Sight, Limey, uh, Traffic. Traffic, yeah. Uh, one could argue Schizopolis was right before those two. Scott South was before that. I like Schizopolis. Yeah, that's a good. That's a fun one. Um, yeah, he did that, and then he did uh, Ocean's Eleven a few years later. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, then he kind of started doing stuff with Solaris right. and Full Frontal. Right. Eh, I, I tried to watch Full Frontal. I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't I'm do it. It's it's I'm not. It's like you wanted to make a weird comedy version of Sex Lies and Videotape, and none of it worked. Right. He's trying to repeat himself. Yeah, and, and it just d- didn't work. Even Sex Lies and Videotape isn't that great. Let's be honest. No. It's it's okay. No. But no, thanks. But Full Frontal is fucking bad. Then he also did a. Yeah. Oh God! What was the other Bubble. one around that time? Solaris drove me crazy. Bubble. Bubble yeah. I want. You know what? I watched. Sol- I finally watched Solaris, and I watched the whole thing. I didn't mind it. Yeah. I kind of appreciated it, but I am not gonna watch the original version. That's like four hours long. The, the Russian version. Fuck you! I'm not doing it. I remember I, I was just when all three of us lived together in L.A. I watched Michael's version of Solaris. Oh, the George yeah. Clooney one, and then I saw his Russian one, and I looked at the length, and I, I, I was like, oh, "Fuck, might as well." They're sleeping, so I put it in, and I'm like, "It was like a sleeping pill, man." I, I, oh, I don't God. think I made it through the opening scene, but then I was like, "Oh," I checked again later, and I was like, "Like I woke up, and I was like, oh my God, it's so boring." Yeah, <laughs> so I watched like a couple quick scenes, like when I was doing the yeah. head nod thing, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is, it's just." It is just like a, it's like carpet. The movie, 
It, I don't know if that makes any sense the way I describe it, but it reminded me of just carpet. It's just there, and you can you can make your own stuff out of it, like like you're looking at stars. But in the end, it's just carpet. I was so fucking bored. That's insane. And it just felt like it stretched on forever. <laughs> like crazy. So I never. Yeah, I don't know if I could ever watch that again. But I know I do want to watch the Soderbergh version again. Yeah, I I, I I appreciate it. I didn't I didn't hate it, but I can understand. I think I give it a six or a seven. I, I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. I appreciate what he tried to do with it because there's some elements that are like, oh, that's interesting. Okay, okay, I can, that's an interesting concept to ponder. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I think I would feel the way the way, the movie I liked that I think most people are like, eh. Speaking of Brad Pitt, was Ad Astra. I love that movie. That extra is pretty good. Yeah, I didn't expect to like it at all, and then I watched. I don't it, like, love it, but I do enjoy. And again, it's one of those. Oh, okay, I I can enjoy that. I like that. It's but a, what took me out of that movie was the monkey. <laughs> I remember. I don't remember the monkey now, but the monkey part is a little ridiculous. I think part of the reason I loved it so much is because he's like, I'm going to talk to my dad. I'm going to get to see my dad again. Right. And he gets to his dad, and it's Tommy Lee Jones in his most Tommy Lee Jones role of, I don't fucking care about you. Why are you here? I'm a blow the world. Get the fuck out of here. Okay, Dad. Bye. What about mom? I don't care. Then he dies and he's like, oh, my dad's dead. Well, I make dad closure. Okay. <laughs> I guess that's closure when he told me I never wanted you. Why are you here? Why are you here? What's going on here? <laughs> yes. I'm TLJ. He's like, he, he keeps I'm like, space cowboy. he keeps reiterating by going like, let me make this clear. Let me make this clear to you. I don't. I never wanted you. <laughs> Why are you here? Okay, here's a combination. Space Cowboys is the prequel to Ad Astra. That's where Tommy Lee Jones ended up. He didn't die on the moon. He, he went on the the. the yeah, they didn't uh, leave him behind. The orbit of Saturn or wherever he's at. Uh, Jupiter signal. Was it Jupiter or Saturn? On, no, I think it's actually your uh, um, Neptune. I think he's on the edge of the universe. Ad Astra. He's on the, I think he's at the edge of the solar system. Planet is Ad Astra on. Um, bum, 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 bum. Yeah, I think it's Neptune. Around the, or, Neptune, or, or Neptune. Yeah. yeah, Neptune. Damn, that's far out. That's the thing. Like, it was on the, it was on the, that was Damn. the very border of the solar system. Yeah, that's crazy. the message out. Yeah. I've got to watch that one again. I'd probably dust that one off. I liked it. Is it, is it on the hard drive? It is. I figure. I watched yeah. Amityville 2, The Possession, <laughs> on the watch. hard drive. Out of all the movies to watch, that's the one I first. That's how I, I <laughs> broke in the the, the fucking uh, the hard drive. When you said that, for, I was like, for a project or oh, you just watched it? Okay. I just I'd never seen it. And Burt Young was in it. I was like, okay. Well, <laughs> Amityville. I also have the TV movies on there, so you can watch Amityville Dollhouse. I really don't. Did you see that on there next to that? Did see? I saw all the other movies. <laughs> yes. I because uh, I would like yeah. look up these movies and I wouldn't settle until I found them all. Like very few cases that I give up. Yeah. But yeah, it's... I ended up watching. The, I ended up watching the Big Short on Paramount Plus though. No, oh, okay. Paramount Plus that Big Short. So, oh, I'll watch it here. There you go. But I don't. I don't know why I need to watch that movie at least once a year. I saw it in the theater, and that, that's all I need to see of that. I love the Big Short. I don't know why. I hate Adam McKay, but I love the Big Short. I don't like Adam McKay, but I love the Big Short. I don't know why. I'm trying to think of another Adam McKay movie that I've seen other than before the Big Short. Because after that, uh, I, I didn't see Step Vice. Brothers. I, yeah, because Step Brothers is great, but I didn't see Vice. Mm, Vice was meh. 
Yeah, I did. And he was like, What's the other one? His new one? Oh, no, he did that, that stupid Netflix movie. You do a Netflix movie, I don't, I don't watch them. I'm sorry. And with Fincher's got a new Netflix movie. I just, yeah, The Killers looks pretty fucking good. I want to see The Killer, but I'm just like, God, it's a Netflix movie. I feel dirty. And it's like, oh, it's not a real movie. Well, I want to give you my Netflix Netflix stuff just to watch um, Fall of the House of Usher. The killer. And, and too, The yeah, Killer. Because yeah, right. yeah, I want to do yeah, Killer right. and Mank so we can rank our David Fincher movies for an episode. Right, yeah. Hollywood yeah, is dead. yeah. I got to watch those too. Speaking yeah. of Hollywood Dead, this is turning into an episode of that. All right, well, let's wrap this one up. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I, I like how sad it is, and also how satisfying it is because the guy get what gets what he wants, even though what's he what he wants is to maintain his insanity, really. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But he gets it. There's a couple episodes where they do they hint on themes like this for the guys seeing like he, he's not really there, or you know he he wants to believe the fantasy. Right. Next stop, Willoughby. Yeah, and then the opposite of this episode would be um, what the fuck is the name of that episode where the guy invites all his like high school teachers down in people he knew growing up and is like chews oh, them out God. like and does the fake siren like the world's blowing up and and they leave oh, and he goes crazy and really lives in that reality now no i don't i don't think i've seen that yeah one. it's it's not a great episode but it, it kind of reminded me of this but like he gets that's like more yeah, of a comeuppance season. episode because he's so petty yeah. about everything is, four, is it a fourth season episode? no no it, it, it's, it's like season Three, I want to say. Oh, okay. I could look it up, but I'm not going to. That's fine. It's just, it's, just, it's, it, it's a lot like the shelter because it takes place in a shelter, but he fakes the sounds over the sirens. Like, oh, okay, the world yeah. is blowing up right now. We're going to go. <laughs> oh, my okay, God. Yeah. Humanity. Yeah. That sounds like something I'd want to watch. Yeah. But then, but he invites like his high, his like third grade teacher. Hey. He's like, and you said I was a, a short little man, and here I am, a rich man who owns a bomb shelter, and I'm saving your ah! life. And, yeah, well, and then the, the it's funny because they all go, we'd rather die with our families and walk to the elevator and leave <laughs> than be around your, your stupid ass. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, and it cuts to him upstairs like, ah, and he's like living the, fi- the, he like bought into the reality so hard that he's he's going crazy out in the courtyard. <laughs> I want to eat these creatures in a can. They're not radioactive. They were put here by a man. Millions of peaches. Peaches for me. I will eat them all. I'm telling you. Not diabetes. Aha! I'm going to take a drink from the sidebar. They were put there by a man in a factory downtown. President of the United States of America. Peaches. The greatest band ever. The greatest music video where they're in a peach trees. And then out of nowhere, when the music starts going, ninjas pop in. Wonderful, wonderful. I made everyone at work watch that because I was like, you know, you got to see this because they're talking about that well, song. Yeah, they don't know. They're, they're fucking children. Yes. Who you work with. They're all children. Yeah. They're children of summer. They know nothing of winter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like Game of Thrones talk. What the hell was that? Yes, it was. Okay. That was exactly. They don't know what it's like to have winters that were horrible. I figured as much. Spiders and shit like that. All right, well, I guess we could call this one in because I got to... I get an eight. Take a sabbatical here. I get an eight as well. I do like this episode a lot. All right, there's probably an outro. Yeah. Do you need to go now or can you do one more? Uh, I have to do... I have to take a break here. Right now? Uh, well, after we'll do this episode and uh, take a break in between. Okay. Well, let's just play the outro here for, for the actual episode. All right. The modus operandi for the departure from life is usually a pine box of such and such dimensions. And this is the ultimate in reality. 
But there are other ways for a man to exit from life. Take the case of Arthur Curtis, age 36. Arthur Curtis! His departure was along a highway with an exit sign that reads, this way to escape. Arthur Curtis, en route to the Twilight Zone. Until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Take care, guys. So long, citizens. Bye, Arthur Curtis. I'm Arthur, I'm Arthur Curtis. <laughs>